You can't just come after homecoming and give us home less. You know from the whistle blow, this is just about to be. Come on ladies, now let's gentrification. Prove to me you are from Rhythmless Nation. I'm not saying Beyonce invented Marja Mans, but Beyonce invented Marja Mans. I need an entire bag of lemons. Beehive. And they look like they just got the email yesterday to show up with their drums. They ain't even in step or on beat with each other. And then here she come. Even the pose is unsure, like, should we be doing this? Like she didn't have to enter the room like Beyonce enters the room. We might actually have to join Kanye's cult to go get him, to bring him back, cause he told the future. He was the one that said, I'ma let you finish. Now I'm thinking he should have never let her finish. And welcome back to Poor Life Decision. I'm Chris. I'm Doyen. How's it going, Doyen? <laughs> it is going great. Um, my cousin in my head. Okay. <laughs> baby today. <laughs> but yes. I guess we can talk about that later. <laughs> so Yay, why are you just Doyen today? Um, I just couldn't think of anything. Oh. I'm just, yeah. Well, going in is perfectly fine. <laughs> so how's everything been? What are you drinking? Um, So this past weekend, I actually went out of town for a co-worker's wedding. And it was it's in Texas, but it was like three and a half hours away. So we kind of left Saturday morning and came back Sunday night. But the wedding was amazing. It was gorgeous. Um, the groom came in with like a guy with bagpipes, which excited me a lot. <laughs> Um, but it was just a lot of fun and, but it's just like when you do like a trip on a weekend, then yeah. it's like, I'm exhausted. I've had no time to like, yeah, you need Monday wait. off to recoup. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I hear you say this wedding was gorgeous, but all I saw were pictures of drinks. <laughs> yeah. So all I know is that the drinks were great. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. So I have you... pictures, but okay. it wasn't like pictures of everything at the wedding. I oh. kind of tried to enjoy the moment, but I wanted to show y'all like how strong those pores were. <laughs> Listen, do not skip on the drinks on the wedding day, okay? If you're going to invite me to your wedding, just know I come prepared to drink. And the thing there. about it is, like, the dance floor was full all night because they didn't skip on the drinks. <laughs> See? See? That's it. Like, don't have a dry wedding, people. Just don't. <laughs> so what are you drinking tonight? So I found this last week, but it's basically called a mint julep margarita. And um, it's two things that I love. So mint juleps are usually mint and bourbon. And margaritas or lime and tequila, and it's all of that together, and Ooh. it's just making me so happy. It just <laughs> it tastes like just the warmness of like the South. <laughs> you look happy. <laughs> it's you everything look so that I love as a Southern belle. <laughs> Amazing! Yeah, it's so good. Amazing. Well, I'm just a little jealous. That's all. <laughs> Um, well, is that all for your recap? Yeah, pretty much. I was asking Doyen about 
mint leaves, like how do I know when my mint leaves are ready for me to use? Because I have, I planted some mint and to be honest, my only plans are to make drinks. And someone asked mm-hmm. me the other day, like, well, are you going to use it in tea or are you going to do this and that? And I was like, cocktails. That's that's, <laughs> that's my only plan. I'm sorry. Honestly, tea when I was a good, too- a good, a good choice. I might try it with some tea. I love, I love all things mint, so. Yeah, when we were in Amsterdam, they would just give us these, like, stalks of mint, like, huge stalks. Like, I can't ever plant that. But they put that, and they give you, like, hot water, and that was your mint tea. And I was like, oh, works. It tastes good. Oh. <laughs> I feel like my mint leaves are always, like, kind of small. It's not as cute as the Amsterdam ones. <laughs> so maybe I'll try that. I bought spearmint. Mm-hmm. the guy was like oh you want this one he's like this one is the best one yeah um yeah you can take leaves as you want i just don't make it bald but <laughs> um also i don't know about spearmint but like my mint plants they kind of grow like an ivy so okay. it almost helps to trim them regularly or gotcha. else you don't have an ivy full of mints gotcha gotcha Okay. Well, I really haven't been up to much this past week. It rained a lot, which was the perfect excuse for me not to leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> I did not go see Avengers. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> okay, good. So, <laughs> Doyen and I haven't seen it. Becca's going to kill us. But <laughs> I was I was going to go Saturday, and then I had a headache. And I thought I need to get this headache in check because we Cinco de mayo Saturday night. So I was like, I'm going to spend the day getting this headache in check so I can Cinco de Mayo tonight. So that's what I ended up doing Saturday. And then Sunday, <sighs> yeah. So maybe this weekend coming up, I'll, I'll get to see. <laughs> I just try to psych myself up for three hours of movie. That's Listen, <laughs> that's the okay. So I woke up in time to go Sunday because I was going to go to the nine o'clock show. I woke up in time to go, and I just thought I can't do this for three hours. I was too hungover. I I was, I could not do this for three hours. I just couldn't do mm-hmm. it. But it's also getting harder to dodge spoilers. So and I don't like spoilers. So yeah, I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to buckle down. You know what? I may go see it tomorrow after work. Yeah, no. But um <laughs> I'm just like people are gonna spoil whatever. I'm still gonna have to see it eventually. I don't even care anymore. <laughs> no, I try to dodge the spoilers. Even like for Game of Thrones, like Every Monday, I go to my coworker. I was like, "What happened last night?" <laughs> and she's like, "You don't even watch it." I'm like, "Yeah, but I want to laugh at the memes. So what happened?" <laughs> so she keeps me up to date. Well, tonight I'm keeping it nice and simple with the Corona. <laughs> and- I had that in my margarita yesterday. <laughs> See. That's the best way to do it. And I actually did have some limes. I don't know why I didn't put a lime in there, but Mm -hmm. typically when I have Corona, I do like to put a shot of grenadine in it. Yes, I'm that girl, but I didn't tonight. And that's fine. I didn't have any. Stop judging me with your eyes. (laughs) Toya is giving me the most judgmental look. Yes, I am that ghetto girl that likes a little sweet mixed in with my 
Corona. <laughs> but Corona's my favorite beer, so I don't need it to drink it, but I do like it. You're still judging me. <laughs> <sighs> Go ahead yeah. and say it. Go ahead and say it. <laughs> well, at first, when you're like, I'm drinking beer, I'm like, I'm probably going to judge her over her beer choice. And then you say, <gasps> it's not bad, but it's not a favorite beer. Like, it's just like, yeah. Well, and then see, you try to put sugar in it. Well, see, I'm not into like craft beers like you are like I don't at large I'm not really a beer drinker so like I don't want a Bud Light or a Miller Time or whatever I don't want any of those because I don't like it they Mm -hmm. taste like warm spit I don't want it I like Coronas and I like um Red Stripe and that's about it those are about the only why are you looking like that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> go ahead and say it i am training my face <laughs> you're not no in my facial expression no to use her inside voice <laughs> no 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 you cannot train your face because it gives it away <laughs> okay. i am We're a not beer gonna have this conversation <laughs> i'm a beer thought i can't help it okay i can't and help I'm it i'm a beer snob so we can't do this <laughs> okay okay so moving along to our current events so, uh, right away, Julian Assange has been sentenced <laughs> to 50 weeks in jail. Apparently, whatever they charged him with, like, the maximum was 52. And the judge was like, I'm going to put him right under. <laughs> right, right. Um, but, I mean. <laughs> I don't even know what the. <laughs> He's just so. <sighs> It's also funny to me because so he they're sentencing him because he broke his pro- terms of parole while he was seeking asylum. Am I remembering that right? Uh, I right. think he avoided bail to seek asylum. Okay. Like, got okay. asylum to avoid bail. Okay. So why didn't they just take him and lock him up right then? I don't Because like international rules, you can't if he he was protected under asylum, so they couldn't bust in, even though if it was in London. Well, I mean, I know they couldn't just bust in and get him, but I mean, after they got him, then why is he hanging out? Like, I don't know. I was just confused as to why he's just now getting a piece of a sentence, even though this isn't the main thing that he is facing charges for. I just wondered what took so long to even get this yeah well it's only been a month but no but i think they also are trying to figure out because sweden wants a piece of them u.s wants a piece (laughs) of them so (laughs) oh well everybody's gonna get their piece right Hmm? at the end of the day like i feel no way about him going to jail no way i remember when wikileaks first became a thing and like i was like oh yes this is good protect the whistleblowers and yes and that turned so quickly so quickly he tried it with hillary but anyway he tried (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so in your notes i cackled out loud Uh oh i just took like a quick look at the notes just to see what you had and you have homecoming versus shortcoming (laughs) i stole that from somebody on twitter (laughs) to be fair (laughs) 
I'm sure y'all have heard about this too. Like ad nauseum, <sighs> to the point where like I realize in this moment that like Instagram has no original jokes for themselves. They only steal shit from Twitter. <laughs> only, only. And my friends who are not on Twitter who like to send me these jokes and memes that I've seen two weeks ago. Chill. <laughs> Two days later, Facebook people sharing me stuff. I'm like, please stop talking to me. <laughs> like, I laughed at that already. It's not funny anymore. <laughs> but um, we're talking about Taylor Swift at the VMAs. And I think we all saw a clip of the video. I think we all kind of stopped at the right same space. <laughs> it was just this, this vanilla band coming to I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. They, and then I stopped. I didn't, Taylor didn't even get on the stage. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> their uniforms looked like crap. They looked like, even the uniforms were watered down. Mm-hmm. They looked like they just showed up. They weren't even in step. It was like, what are you doing? Look, I mean, Taylor had these little nipple heels. Compared to Beyonce, <laughs> who had Louboutins. <laughs> it's just these little, these little grandma heels. It's just, and people are like, well, people have had this show before. And I'm like, first of all, Taylor has done a lot of things where she's been accused of swagger jacking Beyonce. As soon as she saw that Homecoming was coming out, she should have changed her show. Because that did not take eight months of practicing. Unlikely. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and I love how, like, all of the celebs, I was trying to find the tweets. <laughs> I love I how all, all the celebs came forward and they were like, um, in case you didn't know, Beyonce invented the marching band and we saw her do it. So you can't <laughs> say she didn't. <laughs> but also, I was like, what song is she singing that requires a marching band? <laughs> and it wasn't just the band. It wasn't just the marching band. It was the spirit of it all. She yeah. really tried to be Beyonce. Even the way she came out, which <laughs> she tried to throw her little hip. <laughs> I'm just gonna break her back. <laughs> or as Deuces and Meryl say, her long back. <laughs> it was like the spirit of it was you it just mimicked homecoming in so many ways it wasn't just a marching band it was the whole spirit of it and yeah. anybody who can't see that you a hater i i think some people just aren't looking for that because they're a t-swift fan but i'm like but anyways so she got good and dragged um <laughs> She did, and people kept, all of her little fans, her little Swifties, or whatever they're called, mm-hmm. they kept trying to pull up all these receipts, and oh, she's done this with a band before, she's done this before. I don't care. I don't care. This she's is two weeks still... after Homecoming. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> even, if, even if this show was planned ahead of time, when she, like, I agree with you, once she saw Homecoming, she should have been like, okay. We gotta, we gotta scratch this and go back to the beginning because right. too much of it is just the same sentiment. It's just right. the same, but not good. What if she I like value. posts a picture on Instagram? It's like everybody go to PWIs or something. <laughs> oh my god! One of the tweets was like, "I got, I got mayonnaise in my bag." 
they were they were so funny but so rude like they just <laughs> it always takes me out when people use the mayonnaise jokes because i love mayonnaise <laughs> this this article says she's getting dragged to quinoa clump hell and back yes. <laughs> what is wrong with people yes uh, I yeah. have learned the ways of bossup and how they like to do and <laughs> I don't even I don't even remember what the what the full headline was that bossup had but it was good. It was good. Um Mayo Cella, Taylor Swift had the audacity to perform with a gluten-free wannabe Beyoncé homecoming Gluten. drumline and got destroyed for it. <laughs> the gluten-free part was what took me out. Artisanal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one of the tweets said, when he fucked me good, I take his ass to Panera. <laughs> Cracker Barrel. <laughs> oh, God, yes. That is so funny. <laughs> um, Yeah, I was just like, okay, girl. Like, mm. She tried. <laughs> she tried it. No, she didn't try it. She tried it. She tried it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. So I hinted at this before. But our um, princess, Meghan Markle, delivered a little boy today. And so there's a lot of funny things about it. This morning, they were talking about, you know, the baby watch. And I was like, an elliptical. And I was like, she has to be having a boy because she is so gorgeous through her pregnancy. And little girls take your beauty. Oh, is that the rule? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> So I was like, yeah, she has to be having a boy. But remember how Amy Schumer was talking about how she was pregnant at the same time as Meghan Markle? Yeah. And she was like, it really sucks because she looks like that and I look like this. Yeah. Tell me why, if you like translate the time to British time, she had her baby like an hour and a half before. Oh, wow. Really? <laughs> before Megan had her baby. Oh, wow. <laughs> I, my, nobody's been talking about Amy's baby. <laughs> I, I did see on Twitter where she had her baby, yeah. but I mean, and I'm not talking about it, but I did see where she had her baby. <laughs> I mean, but, it's just so funny that her joke was like, it really sucks to be pregnant at the same time as Megan Markle. And I mean, oh, well, girl. <laughs> Oh, well, <laughs> I'm just so excited and I can't wait to find out his name. Ooh, mm -hmm. what if she names him Leroy? It's not happening. Oh, what about Jerome? Not that either. Oh, well, her <laughs> mom is there. Yeah. Oh, and then like, did you watch the clips of like Harry talking to the press? <gasps> it was so but then, like, when he thanked the horses. <laughs> oh, wait, I didn't see anything when him thanked the horses. It was towards the end. Like, he thanked the press, and then he turned around to the horses, like, thank you. And then, like, he was just so excited. He's so like, excited. He so happy. Aww. He's so cute. He's so cute. His happiness made me happy. He has Girl, easily taken over as the cuter brother. I was about to say, growing up, I never expected, like, him to be the cute one that no. I would stand for. No, no. <laughs> Man, really here we are. <laughs> <laughs> William need to let that hair go. Harry has that full head. So <laughs> the baby is like seventh in line for the throne. So I text my best friend and I was like, 
what if we go back with the time honored tradition of like scheming and killing all the people in succession? <laughs> She's like, uh, I was like, but then America would be the king of England. <laughs> She's like, uh, that's a bit much for 2019. I'm like, fine. <laughs> you've got to you've got to trick everyone into drinking poison ale or something. Right. It doesn't work like it used to. No. It's the good old days. <laughs> the good old days. <laughs> you know, just the the what is it called when you kill infanticide? Which one is that? Anyway, good old days of murdering. <laughs> yeah, for the throne. <laughs> the original Game of Thrones. <laughs> Moving along. So, sadly, I actually didn't hear much about this because of, you know, Taylor Swift. But (laughs) Mariah Carey actually got the Icon Acceptance, or the Billboard Music Awards Icon Award. And she's so cute because she was like, well, I always feel like an outsider. like. Bitch. Right, right. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? You're Mariah Carey. It's like, oh, I don't consider myself an icon. I'm like, girl, are you kidding me? <laughs> right. You're like the diva of divas. And so my plan was to go back and watch some clips, some performances. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it. <laughs> I, I just wasn't interested, but I did want to shine a light on Mariah. I can't believe when I looked at some of the people who've gotten the award in the past, I can't believe like, I mean, no shade to JLo, but I can't believe she got the Icon Award before Mariah. Like, anyway, it's just, it was Mariah's turn. It was her time and I'm happy. Her I speech was like. Cool. J-Lo's acting. I like Made in Manhattan. I like all her other stuff, but I'm like, I've never been like, oh my gosh, I stand for her music. Waiting for tonight. Oh. No. Oh. I just, a good TBS movie. (laughs) (laughs) I do like her acting. Um, I, what's the word? I don't know the right word. I don't mm-hmm. dislike her singing, but yeah. she's not who pops into my mind when you want to talk about a songstress. Mm-hmm. But like, of course, I've I've not seen her Vegas show, but I bet it was awesome. She seems like she puts on a good show, but yeah, singing is not at the top of her. I'm good at things list. I'm still mad at her for that tribute. Yes, yes, I think that's it. She, anyway. she mama seated up Motown. Yes, I remember. So the other thing that I heard about that was funny was uh, that Maroon 5 Cardi B song one. Mm-hmm. And Maroon 5 wasn't there, but Cardi B was. And she was like, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, they're not there, but I am. Thank you. <laughs> I, like, oh, Cardi, I, I should have looked so up like how many <laughs> awards people won because i think cardi won several i know drake won the most i don't remember how many but i saw that he won the most for being on the billboard (laughs) (laughs) i don't for being on the billboard i don't i don't i don't know did our old town road bay win anything no but i think i i mean Maybe he'll go on next year. Maybe the time was cut off. 
Or I could be <laughs> lying and I just didn't see it. <laughs> I, I, I got some. I, Billboard Awards is at the very bottom of the things that I choose to watch or pay attention to. <laughs> I didn't even know it was happening until Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, and did you see her during Mariah's speech? She was just... She was just enamored with Mariah the whole time. And, like, she was trying to sing along. And I'm like, Taylor, you know, you've had some bops, but you can't mm-hmm. sing Mariah, so don't try it. You've had some bops. You've had some songs I really liked. Don't try it. Don't try it. Yeah, I just feel like her and Ariana were probably coming up with things to emulate at the time. <sighs> See, Ari- Ariana, on the other hand, can sing Mariah. I, I wonder, are they friends? A diet version of Mariah. Doyen, let's not do this. Don't That girl has a great voice, and she can definitely sing Mariah. Like, I wonder, are they friends in real Have life? Have you listened to her albums? No. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. I tried, I tried to listen to her last album, and I'm like, she has a great voice. But it's never like it's really diet R and B. Like it's pop. I get it. It just never has that soul. But I have watched videos on YouTube of her like singing and performing at different little dives, and you know she's got a little gruff when she wants to. <laughs> <laughs> like I said. I'm just saying. She has a great voice. I don't know. Something just doesn't add up when I listen to her songs. It's not really as great. You know what? She, you know what? She has, it's kind of, okay, don't, don't shoot me. Okay. Just, just hear me out. Just hear me out. It's kind of like Jennifer Hudson. You know, Jennifer Hudson has such a big voice. It doesn't really translate well with some, like when she tried to do a little poppity pop bop, it just didn't. Maybe that's what Ariana's going through because she really does have a big voice and and maybe it's just not suited for what she's trying to do. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, I've heard her voice, like I've heard her sing Mariah. That's great. But the actual pop albums that she has, it's just watered mm. down to me. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Next. Yeah. Thank you, next. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> on to... Uh, so, B2, um, B2K's hot. So, Rosby has decided to um, exit whatever shadow that came from. And now he's going to be a part of Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. This is the so, worst idea ever. He's like, I feel like Omarion's been on there. Um, Lil Fizz has been on there. Which Lil Fizz is now like Drukes? Drukes? Drew. D-R-E-U-X? Drew. Mm-hmm. Why is the X there? Uh, that's the Cajun Creole way. And he from California? I mean, listen, I don't know his ancestry. <laughs> <laughs> okay, whatever. So, he's been on there. And now Rise B's on there. I was wondering if J-Bug wants to get in. I don't know. They just seem to be really into Love and Hip Hop Hollywood. It's just... I tried to watch the first season. I didn't get far, but I did. I mean, I I don't watch it 
well, I was about to say I don't watch it like I watch Love and Hip Hop Atlanta, but I really don't watch that one anymore either. I see it every now and again. And if I'm not mistaken, Fizz is still on there. But mm-hmm. um, this was just the worst idea ever for Raz. Like, he's got so much going on. I, I, I can just imagine the stress that this is going to put on him. I mean, I understand needing the check, but... Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. When I saw that headline, I just thought, oh my God, no. No, what is you doing, baby? Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm-mm. And apparently he got arrested last week for strangling his girlfriend. Yeah. And he made news before that because he was still talking about how he was dis- discomfortable. Uncomfortable from Krista. Or you being say discomfortable? <laughs> I love it. That is the best drink ever. I'm going to make me one of those. <laughs> Oh, update. So I realized I finally Googled, you know, when I talk about humility mm-hmm. and humile is not a thing. So humility is basically a subset of humbleness. So you can call somebody a humble person and that fits, but there's no such thing as a humile person. So I wasn't being stupid. The word's just not there. <laughs> I, I do not remember what this is in reference to. <laughs> I have, like, struggled with this a few times on the podcast, so. Oh. <laughs> Being struggling with words. Oh. Well, Anyways. I I I always feel like you know lots of words, but then alcohol is just... <laughs> <laughs> alcohol is fun. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I just think this is an awful idea for Raz. And he is under a lot of stress with the show and Chris Stokes still being around. Like, that just has my heart. I just I just don't think this is the best idea. But, you know, get your check and whatnot. But I don't know. I mean, I don't not Mona. I'm all for the next black woman getting all her money. But it's not like she goes out of her way to be protective of mental space so oh, no. just saying i'm just glad that we got her up out of there when she tried to do the sorority <laughs> i mean with the quickness i was like with the npac has not been um on one accord since <laughs> the rights movement but we got on that one accord. listen i was mad at people that even watched it because people were like well i'm gonna tune in and see no don't give them that rating. I refuse. And then I know I like I don't know if they went to the right people, but I know I wrote several letters like this is a disgrace. <laughs> it's good to see the divine nine come together for something. <laughs> right. Oh, Mona tried it. <laughs> she really did. Um, yeah. Well, hopefully he's okay on it. We'll see. We'll see. So, we're going to move on to our Someone Something. As many of you may know by now, because everyone's been tweeting about it and posting about it. So, for the first time ever, I know, right? (laughs) For the first time ever, Miss USA, Miss America, and Miss Teen USA are all black. Let me... I need you to repeat that again. Miss USA, Miss America, and Miss Teen USA are all black. (laughs) I'm just... (laughs) 
<laughs> I am just stunned and I'm just tickled pink. So we have Ania Franklin, who is Miss America, Kaylee Garris, who is Miss Teen USA, and Chelsea Christ. Is that Christ or Christ? I'm going to say Christ, who is Miss USA. And I'm just so excited about these about these young ladies. So we'll start with Christ. She represented North Carolina. She is a civil litigation attorney who received her law degree and MBA from Wake Forest University. Kaylee Garris is still in high school. She's the one who won Miss Teen USA. One thing about Garris and Christ that you know, had Twitter all abuzz was that both these young ladies won the competition with their natural hair. Garris told Refinery 21 that while some people tried to convince her to straighten her hair for the competition, she opted not to. She said her natural curls is how she feels most confident. So she went on and competed with her natural curls. And like I said, she's still in high school, which, you know, I could see me being so impressionable in high school, but she's like, no, this is my hair. This is how it came out of my head, and this is how I'm going to rock it. She plans <clears throat> on attending Southern Connecticut University for their nursing program. And last but definitely not least, Miss Franklin represented New York. She holds a master's degree in music composition from UNC School of Arts, and she is an opera singer and she is an arts advocate. So, I just feel like this is an amazing time. Like, what a time to be alive. <laughs> and I super love that, like, the girl in high school. I mean, I think the world has changed, definitely. Yeah. Like, as far as what's trendy, as far as hair. I remember in college, soon after I'd crossed our sorority, I went natural. And I was like, there's two other girls that are natural in the chapter, but they wore their hair straight. So I was the first one that went with an afro. Right. I have like 4Z hair. Oh. <laughs> I had a teeny weeny afro until I grew dreads. But, <laughs> you know, so I'm just so excited that she does feel confident in the, you know, the hair that's growing out of her head. Because it didn't always used to be like that. <laughs> and she has tight coils. I, I was just happy and and make no mistake about it it we don't care how you wear your hair that's your personal yeah. preference but you should never feel like you have to wear your hair a certain way so mm -hmm. I am just proud of all three ladies again that's Nia Franklin who is Miss America Kaylee Garris who is Miss Teen USA and Chelsea Christ who is Miss USA I'm just so excited I'm so excited I feel yeah, like I know them that. personally, <laughs> but I don't, <laughs> but I feel like I do. <laughs> oh my God. So the comments, somebody was like, black is beauty, black girls rock, black girl magic. And this white woman, oh, they're Lord. naturally beautiful. It doesn't matter what color they are. Virginia, if you don't get the fuck out of here. Like that little boy who was cussing. People is tired of that. <laughs> I'm like, this is not the place, Virginia. Oh, God. <laughs> you should screenshot it and send it to your friend. <laughs> Listen, the power of a group text will say so many people. I see so many comments online and I'm like, why didn't you just send that to your friend group? Why are you why are you saying that to me? We don't want to hear that. People, it's tired. <laughs> <sighs> Anyway, I just thought, you know, that that was 
an accomplishment and and my Beyonce voice ain't that bad a bitch that it took this long. You know, we there wouldn't be any type of exclamation if it happened to be three white girls because that's normal. But that's what you know. <laughs> you know, we we take our wins where we can. So once again, I want to give a round of applause for those ladies. Yay. So we're gonna move along to our poor life decision for the week. Poor life decision. Yeah, I don't know why I'm trying to sing everything, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't you didn't say, oh no, that sound good. <laughs> I was going to, but you're talking so. But it sounds beautiful. You can record it <laughs> as a clip. Maybe put some music behind it. It'll be good. Oh. <laughs> you know what? We have a lot of friends with nice singing voices. We really should get like, you know? We should have a poor life decision choir. Let's think about it. Let's think I got it out, though. I am... What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, guys. So as you know, we're still a new pod. We're still, you know, (laughs) we're still trying. We're still doing, you know, (laughs) trial and error. So we're working on making a better sounding pod for you. So this episode, I am sitting in my closet. (laughs) I'm recording in my closet and I'm sitting towards the back of the closet. So that I had something to lean on. And I'm just discovering all these clothes that I don't wear anymore. Like, this is a cute top. Like, everything I wear is like towards the front and I wear the same thing over and over again and I just like I mean some of these pants I can't I can't get my ass in some of these pants but these tops on this side like I can wear these tops and some of these I haven't worn in a long time so <laughs> anyway I just to be fair I saw her just sniffing clothes and I was like what the hell are you doing I was like you know how long has this been in here like can I still smell the fabric softener uh, can you please introduce our poor life listen this is real life people this is real life so anyway this week we're gonna talk about getting back on track everything's going great you know you're you're eating like you should you're meal prepping you're working out when you should you are getting up early enough to meditate before work (laughs) you're laying down and going to bed on time everything's going good and then boom something happens and throws you off track and it can be something like a vacation it could be, you know, a breakup, an illness, an injury. A lot of things can happen that can throw us off track. So now that we're stuck in this downward spiral, it may feel like all the progress we made has been ruined, but not necessarily. It doesn't have to be that way. <laughs> There's a little cartoon of this lady. She's like eating like pizza, donuts, cupcakes, french fries. And the caption goes, binge eating hurts so much. Maybe if I keep eating, I'll feel better about myself. I have definitely felt like that in the past. (laughs) So we're going to talk about effective strategies to get us back on track. But to be fair, I feel like serotonin. (laughs) (laughs) You feel like serotonin what? I feel like that's, you know, you eat the red velvet cupcake and then you're happy. <laughs> yeah, but overeating makes me sick. Like, I, it's been probably like 
two or three weeks ago that I just did that. Like I wanted comfort food and I'm, I'm, I'm actually not a very big eater. My metabolism is crap. Like I probably mm-hmm. eat once a day, seriously, but I wanted some comfort food. And so I was eating and eating and I know I have acid reflux so bad, y'all. <laughs> like after I eat, I cannot even hold my head down. It's coming up. Well, <laughs> what did I do? Ate that I laid down so I could cry <laughs> properly. And then I like jolted up because I just threw up. <laughs> and I was like, why do you do this to yourself? And this and the what's funny about it is it's the same thing over. Like that's not the first time that's happened to me. I cannot <laughs> eat heavy and then lay down. I'm going to throw up. It's going to happen. <laughs> it was just like uh-huh. and so then I'm in the bathroom throwing up and looking at myself in the mirror, like, bitch. <laughs> get it together <laughs> I mean I always tell myself the same thing over and over again like I've got to get it together <laughs> oh, but it's possible <laughs> it is it is and we're going to talk about ways to get back on track <laughs> so the first step is to identify the root cause of your failure the author says that if you do your due diligence you'll discover that you probably have some common triggers that may cause you to fail. And he listed some stress from life changes or relationship issues, boredom and frustration with lack of progress, injury or illness, <laughs> drastic change in environment, like going on vacation or, you know, changing where you live, moving or whatever, trying to do too much too quickly. Do I do any of those <laughs> ring home for you? I saw you raising your hand. <laughs> That boredom and frustration and lack of progress. Like I said, I've been working out since the beginning of this year. And um, have the pounds melted off? No. What about your clothes? Do your clothes fit differently? Not drastically. But do they fit differently? No. (laughs) Even like last week, I was like, my weight was down. I checked my weight today. It was like up like six pounds. I'm like, how the fuck do you gain six pounds in a weekend? Um, I think you muted yourself. I can't hear you. <laughs> so I was just talking and and and, and <laughs> I was like, she's very animated for me not to be able to hear anything she's saying. I was like, I was <laughs> Listen, y'all. The the one thing I can't stand is when I'm listening to a pod and I can hear them like burping or whatever in my ear i hate it i'm drinking beer so i'm trying to mute myself every time i have to cough or clear my throat or whatever but anyway i was just saying that i do understand that my weight fluctuates a lot you know i will stomach will be like on flat flat and then two days later i'm 13 months pregnant it's It's like okay. Also, changing environment is one that will get me off. At one while, I was really good about packing gym clothes when I would have to go to have to go out of town for work a lot, and I would pack gym clothes so I could work out in the little gym that's in the hotel. I've really fallen off, so yeah, I've got to get back on that. And yeah, so I could definitely say that's a trigger where, like, I like I said, I used to consistently do four days a week. Sometimes I did three. Um, last week I did like two. <laughs> yeah. So I know why I have stopped doing being as consistent as I used to be. You do know so, why? Yeah. 
Why? Because I'm frustrated with the lack oh. of progress. Oh. <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I you I just feel like we'll we'll get to this next part and I'll okay. tell you why you have to keep working out. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> anyway, so as simple as an uh, as simple and as obvious as it may seem, find the root cause, weed it out and set that proper foundation. Strategy number 2, create a schedule and stick to it. Okay, guys, we keep coming back to the same themes when we're trying to fix our poor life decisions. Several of them have entailed creating a schedule and sticking to it. And he talks about a pretty, I'm saying he, I'm assuming this is a he. Mayo is the name. I don't know. Anyway, he creates a pretty stringent uh, schedule, if you ask me, <laughs> because he says, okay, so like, I know I'm going to work out every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I also build into my schedule. If I don't work out on Wednesday, then I'm automatically going to go Thursday. Like it's all built in. And I get what he's saying. You do that so that you don't have the thinking part to do. He says business will carry on as usual because the decision-making process has already been made. So you don't have to waste time over, well, okay, so I, I ate this whole piece of the night. What am I going to do tomorrow? You know, you don't have to do that. And in his schedule, he says, be sure to say what, where, and when, you know, mm-hmm. what, and I probably could do better about that. How about you, Doyen? So usually with working out, I work out Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday. So if I miss Monday or Tuesday, I try to work out Wednesday. If I miss Thursday or Friday, I try to work out Saturday. Like I said, last week was a comedy of errors because Thursday, um, I decided I wanted to sleep and was going to work out after, but then I had a root canal. And then Friday, I was just recovering from my root canal. So I didn't work out either of those days. But yeah. for the most part, I do try to give myself a con- contingency plan to, you know, get those workouts in. Sunday is the Lord's Day, and I'm not working out on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Sabbath. <laughs> okay. I think that's great that you work out on Tuesdays, being that we record on Mondays. Because <laughs> it's kind of like Tuesday, I'm kind of <laughs> like, mm-mm. I won't do anything at work. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> it's like, no, I have to recoup. Even though we do a pretty good job of not taking all night, still, it's like all my energy's gone. <laughs> yeah. So, and I've learned to like limit my drinking so that. Oh my, y'all, the first few weeks of doing this show, <laughs> I was so hung over at work. Oh my God. <laughs> so I park like a good distance away from my office building. I park um, really a whole street over and then I have to cut through an alley, come through the back door. And then my office is upstairs and the stairs are really steep. I was so hung over by the time I got to the top. <laughs> Air. I was sweating. I was like, <gasps> I couldn't catch my breath. <laughs> it was horrible. And of course, I have to play it off. Like, I can't tell people. When, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I think it's my sinus drainage. <laughs> it was rough at first, but I've learned how to manage. But it was rough. Yeah. <laughs> I just think about like, because I used to be a big fan of Another Round. 
and they had an episode where they got too drunk and they're like, we can't do that shit again. <laughs> and I try to remember because like you said, I, I used to listen to another round. Also, I've listened to the read before and well, not, not before I listen to the read every week, but once Crystal was drinking and like she had too much to drink it just it mm-hmm. didn't sound good <laughs> and like when uh even on the read when tracy and heaven got just super giggly it didn't sound good i'm like okay i try to make sure we don't do that but it's like we're going for it every time <laughs> the <drinks> taste good <laughs> right alcohol so tasty <laughs> <laughs> all of it so That was the second tip is to make sure that you schedule. And he says, be specific when you schedule. Sticking to a schedule will help prevent you from beating yourself up after you messed up. (laughs) Step number three, use your current habits to restart behavior. So he gives this example of, say, you know, every day when you get home from work you're supposed to work out in the afternoon you're supposed to work out in the morning but you didn't so you're gonna okay i'm gonna work out in the afternoon fine every day when you get home from work you come home you change into comfortable clothes and you sit and watch tv and it's kind of what your body does on autopilot so he's saying this time when you come home in order to work out in the evening in order to get your mind in that uh state to work out in the evening come home change into workout clothes then go straight to the gym but where he got me messed up is my workout clothes and my relaxing clothes are one in the same. <laughs> so I, I, guess- I wear better. I mean, I do wear better shirts. I wear better tops when I'm working out, and I have mm-hmm. some better bottoms when I'm working out. But I mean, yoga pants are my go-to for everything. <laughs> Well, I feel like for me, like if I get home, that's where the roadblock lies. So if I can pack my gym clothes and then just change at work, go straight to the gym. If I get home, the likeliness for me to get out of my house again drops like 25%. (laughs) And he did mention that in another strategy was to like pack your clothes ahead of time, you know. Little things we can do to keep us on track. But basically, this step was all about incorporating something that you already do and kind of freak it a little bit to make it work for your (laughs) calf or whatever it is you're trying to do. So if I normally come home and sit down (laughs) and turn on the TV and scroll on my phone, I could go straight to my dinnerly app on my phone and then decide what I'm cooking that night and go ahead and cook. because. Doyen, you didn't have to give me that all-knowing finger. <laughs> Instead of uh, texting us at 9 p.m. <laughs> it's not starting dinner. <laughs> but also, I'm not hungry. I just told y'all my metabolism is like whack. So anyway. <laughs> He's okay. saying, look for, look for current habits that you have set on autopilot and use them as a reminder. Mm-hmm. Number four, get back to basics. Are you trying to get back on track with your diet? Instead of worrying so much about strict diets and foods to to avoid, why not focus on portion size or tracking simple calories for now? Those are a couple of the suggestions he gave. Are you trying to get back on track with your writing? Instead of of worrying about trying to finish an in-depth novel or whatever, just focus on writing a few journal pieces. Focus on writing a little bit a day. Um... 
And it depends on how much you slipped up for uh, whether you have to go back to basics or not. So I recently started back working out and, you know, I felt like, no. (laughs) I didn't want to say anything because who knows how long I'll keep it up. I felt (laughs) like, you know, okay, well, I know I can't jump back in like exactly where I left off, but, you know, I can get somewhere close and that treadmill and my body said, no, girl, <laughs> chill out. What is you doing? <laughs> Honestly, I kind of hate the treadmill. I just felt like it didn't burn as much calories as the elliptical. It doesn't, it doesn't <laughs> but I own a treadmill and I don't own an elliptical. <laughs> no. When I go to the gym, I prefer the elliptical or the stair. I do like the Stairmaster and I've learned to like the bike that bike is no joke though um what about putting your treadmill on an incline that helps i do it i do um intervals the whole getting back to the basics thing i think part of it like the diet thing um i was supposed to be going on this like slow carb diet but lately like my dietitian told me she's like just try to limit your carbs to like 30 to 40 grams per meal and then like 15 to 20 for for a snack so i see the difference especially in my blood sugar control if i do stick to that number there's not as like as crazy of a spike as like this morning when i wanted to have a kolache which is probably easily i took 50 grams of insulin but it's probably more than that because my blood sugar was high after that so (laughs) so i'm learning very much like the cause and effect of the things i do (laughs) when it comes to food and my blood sugar control so see I just like with the dieting part which I don't like to diet because I can't (laughs) (laughs) things that I don't even like if you tell me I can't have it now I want it and that's all I want (laughs) so I just try to be conscious first of all first of all I try to eat more so I try Mm -hmm. to make sure I eat breakfast I try to I did the the shred diet with Dr. Ian I think Mm. you know the black guy he's nice looking uh feminista Jones (laughs) what now feminista Jones you remember when she used to do the shred yeah I don't, I didn't listen. I know who she is, but I don't follow her like that. <laughs> well, it was just funny because, like, it's also funny because Crystal doesn't like her, but she <laughs> had a lap band surgery and then convinced oh, everybody else to do the shred diet, which was really just clean eating. But you paid her to do the shred diet, even though she lost her weight. Oh, that's messed, up. <laughs> that's messed up. I know you probably don't remember Suzanne Powder. Mm mm. She was this skinny, skinny white lady who cut her hair off in a buzz cut. This was back, like, in the... I mean, I was a little girl. This had to be, like, early 90s. And she was just <laughs> all the rage. And then come to find out, homegirl had several surgeries. <laughs> I can't <remember> all that <laughs> Yeah. Like, no. With the shred, though, one thing about it, it's a lot of damn eating. <laughs> and he doesn't... Because he doesn't want you to go more than... He doesn't want you to go more than two hours without eating, but definitely don't hit that three hour without eating something. So even mm-hmm. if it's just like grapes or something like that, and that's a lot of damn eating. <laughs> and like at one time I was like, oh, I'm tired of eating. <laughs> and I would try to like make a smoothie 
and take a smoothie to work with me and let that kind of count. But he actually doesn't want you to... I mean, you can substitute a time or two, but he doesn't want you to do a whole bunch of substituting with smoothies. So yeah. it was just like, ugh. So getting back to basics for me with eating is just making sure I eat, number one. And then mm-hmm. just try to make like decent choices. Like, you mm-hmm. know when something is horrible for you and you know when something is not as bad. And like, I, for instance, last <laughs> last night, so I went to Popeye's <laughs> and got a bucket of chicken. <laughs> and I was supposed to come home and cook some sides, but that didn't happen. <laughs> so I just ate some chicken. <laughs> Listen, I was just telling you, my, my friend, I was like, I'm not good at doing sides. Like, I I make a main thing, and then that's just all I eat. Like, if I eat salmon, like, if I make salmon, that's just all I eat because I don't want to make sides. And the sides that I like are, like, rice and mashed potatoes, and that's a lot of carbs. So it's a point. Oh, man. Wait a minute. <laughs> I don't want to get multiple pots dirty. Like, it's just like... <laughs> I have some snow peas. I was going to blanch those and I was going to probably fix some mashed potatoes. Probably. Well, no, I can't find my masher and I don't like to try to do it with the fork because I don't like my mashed potatoes lumpy. So I was just going to probably fix some potatoes some kind of way, but (laughs) I didn't feel like it. So I just ate chicken out the box. (laughs) But because I did that today for lunch, I made sure that I ate a salad. And I made sure that I, because I mean, salads aren't healthy in and of themselves, but I made sure that I got a vinaigrette instead of my, I love blue cheese. (laughs) I love blue cheese dressing and I love ranch dressing, but I got a nice vinaigrette and I drank water all day today. I usually have like a Dr. Pepper or something at lunch or not every day, but most days I do. And I drank water. I tried to compensate is what I'm saying. So. And I mean, there's no science to that. And I'm sure <laughs> that some some nurse or some, you know, dietitian who's listening is probably cringing. <laughs> but hey, I'm getting back to the basics. <laughs> right. But the key point to the getting back to the basic strategy is just to strip the complexity from the habit and make it as simple as possible. So number five, and we're going to zoom past number five because I take it as a personal attack. (laughs) It says to embrace imperfect starts. So it's like, why do you think your start has to be perfect? Instead of worrying about doing it right the first time, simply get started right now. That's what the author says. How many times have I planned on my diet? And then it's on Monday and then I do something. It's like, oh, okay, well, we got to start next Monday. This happens every week for me. Like, I don't know. Do you have any experience with that, Doyen? I think part of it is like my delusions of grandeur. So I just think that I'm, <laughs> You know, I do great at everything that I'm supposed to do, and I don't. <laughs> so even this week, like today, my alarm starts going off at five thirty. I snooze in until six. In theory, the goal is to get out of my house by six thirty. I got to the gym at seven. Um, no, I left for the gym at seven. So I was at the gym like probably like seven ten. And so I had literally enough time to do cardio 
that was it. <laughs> and so like my Mondays, every week it's a start every single week. So my Monday workouts usually be trash because I haven't worked out in two days and I'm tired. And all of a sudden, like the same weights that I was carrying last week is like a little bit heavier. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, why is it so heavy this week? <laughs> so I've, I've learned at least in that facet to at least show up and yeah. do it. <laughs> no, you're ahead of the curve then you, you're ahead of the game here because the author just closed this strategy out with saying remember it's easier to make changes once you're already in motion so just get started yeah. number six change your environment <laughs> again personal attack this one was rude <laughs> it was very rude it was very rude so it starts off I talking do. about snacks which that's not a big deal for me because I don't really buy I don't buy snacks unless i'm buying them for something specific so i don't have mm. a bunch of cookies and chips laying around my house so not mm. a big deal but then he goes you want to go to bed earlier <laughs> an hour before bed turn off all electronics all i'm saying is guys we keep coming back to the same things over and over again i am so tired of them telling me <laughs> not to have my electronic an hour before bed i know I'm not supposed to wake up if I don't have my phone alarm. <laughs> okay. And then he's, he's like, grab a book and read until you sleep. Well, the book I'm currently reading, I the two phone. books I'm currently reading, <laughs> I need my iPad because they're on right. my Kindle app. So it's like, catch up with the time, sir. <laughs> I'm tired of him hitting me with facts. <laughs> Every single article, they're like, throw your phone away. No. <laughs> I know. Like, facts are stupid. <laughs> so, so the author reminds us that our environment doesn't just include people, but it includes items and colors and sounds and things that can trigger behavior. So he gave the example, you want to eat more green vegetables? Use dark green plates. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> <laughs> It says that research has shown that we tend to eat more portions of food types that match the color of our plates. I don't, I don't know if I agree. <laughs> I want to exercise more, pack your gym clothes in the bag the night before the workout and place them right next to your bedroom door. Now I will say this, I am more apt to work, get up and work out in the morning because I'm a morning workout person. When I've laid my clothes out and I usually kind of stack them like down at the foot of my bed and like knowing that they're there and they're ready and waiting I am more apt to do what I need to do and you know he says just do what's best for you but make those changes that you need to help prompt you make the necessary changes to your environment to make it easier for you to get back on track quickly number seven Keep yourself accountable. <laughs> Not that face, Zoyan. <laughs> so Zoyan is really like, well, actually, I guess it's the opposite. I guess I'm your accountability partner <laughs> because I depend on you to work out because it makes me feel good when you work out. <laughs> I feel so proud of you. And I'm like, yes, Zoyan's doing it. <laughs> he says, you know, Keep yourself accountable. If you don't have an accountability partner, and he lists all different places you can find one, but keep a journal. And he talked about a food journal. And I, I mentioned this, I think, in just the last episode 
When I did keep a food journal, I definitely stayed on track with my eating because there were certain things I just wouldn't eat because I just didn't want to write it down. I was like, "Mm -mm, I want to see that. So I wouldn't eat it. So get you a way to keep yourself accountable. If you do actually mess up, you can use your notes or you can use feedback from your accountability partners and you can look for trends to uncover the root cause of the failure and to prevent it from happening again. And number eight, tried and true, try a different approach. Look, there's more than one way to skin an apple. Wait, is that how that saying goes? I think it was like a sheep or something. Oh, or a goat. A rabbit. There's more than one way to do things, okay? You can do things in lots of ways. He says, you know what, if waking up at 5 a.m. and writing or working on, you know, your business plan causes you burnout, then do it in the afternoon instead. Mix things up. Try a different approach that meshes well for you. Like for me, again, with working out, whenever I've tried to do it in the afternoon, it just doesn't work. In the afternoon, I'm spent. I'm not doing anything else. It's over. If I'm going to do it, it has to be in the morning. Yeah. Um... So to wrap everything back up, because we had a great time with this one, (laughs) (laughs) the A strategies for getting back on track, identify the root cause of your failure is number one. Number two, create a schedule and stick to it. Number three, use your current habits to restart the behavior. Number four, get back to basics. Number five, embrace imperfect starts. Number six. (laughs) Number six is change your environment. Number seven, keep yourself accountable. And number eight, try a different approach. And he closes out with saying, it's never too late to get back on track. It's never too late to get, never feel like you're a lost cause. Like, yeah. And that's one thing that I have to work on too. But he says, some days you'll feel like you're making progress forward. While other days you may seem like you're taking two steps back. No matter the case, in the grand scheme of things, if you get back on track when you mess up, grind it out, stick to the plan, you may actually end up further ahead than you ever imagined. And that's it. That's all I have. Do you have anything to close it out with, Doyen? Nope. That was it. We will be sure to link the article in the show notes so that you all can read up on that. And, you know get savvy on all the ways to get back on track when we slip up so i mean we are far away from our resolutions oh god <laughs> so, i, didn't make I any, know but... <laughs> we probably need to like just kind of re-motivate ourselves so yeah hope this was motivational to you yeah so moving along to our favorite part of the pod to buy you a drink so chris who are you buying a drink for So tonight, I'm going to buy a drink for that trusty old friend, that friend that helps you when you've actually had too much to drink. You guessed it, Alka-Seltzer Cold Plus. Now, let me tell you why I like the Cold Plus. (laughs) (laughs) I thought you had a cold. (laughs) No, that's why you thought I was buying a drink for (laughs) Alka-Seltzer. Yes. Okay, so after a night What of, is wrong like, with you black people and taking the wrong medicine <laughs> <laughs> for different things? My boyfriend used to get Theraflu every time he felt sick and I was like you don't have no damn flu. Where are you taking Theraflu for? Listen, <laughs> listen if I feel a scratch in my throat I'm getting that Theraflu, okay? Oh the apple cinnamon kind. Don't get it twisted. 
you know, if you've had a night of like heavy drinking, drink some Alka-Seltzer before you go to bed and that'll kind of help so you don't feel as hungover in the morning. And it really does help. And it helps with acid reflux. So because I like to have an extra punch, I like to have Alka-Seltzer Cold Plus. First of all, it's also really good for if you... Any type of ailment. Yes, it says cold, Doya, but you can use it for anything. Like if you're stopped up, if it's allergies, if it's sinuses, you got a little scratch in your throat, ear hurt a little bit, take some access to Cold Plus. Now, you know, years ago they took it off the market because it was too good. <laughs> and I don't think it has. <laughs> I cannot keep talking. Doya, <laughs> she's looking at me so disapprovingly. They took out like all the good stuff. And, you know, they put it back on the market and it's not as effective as it used to be, but it's still pretty good. So I just want to buy a round for Alka-Seltzer Cold Plus for seeing your girl through. Also, I had a horrible headache and I took that Alka-Seltzer Cold Plus out like a light, like a light, like a light, like a light. <laughs> Doyle, stop looking at me. Okay, who are you buying a drink for? Mama said if he ain't got nothing nice to say. <laughs> <laughs> so honestly, we, I've I've had a weird feeling about this person for a while because they like to publicly support Shmanie still, but I understand that like, you know, sometimes you just like love somebody even though they do stupid things. Like me and Dak Prescott. But <laughs> I want to buy a drink for Chance the Rapper because he finally <laughs> brought to light the fact that Wendy's made a very errant decision in taking away the spicy chicken. Nuggets. Yes. And yes. it's so funny because Wendy's was like, okay, if we get 2 million likes, we'll bring it back. And then they're shocked that they got 2 million likes. I'm like, did you do any market research before you right. took away the spicy nuggets? Because right. I could have told you that. I'm like, <laughs> I told my coworker, I was like, you don't even have to do the four for four anymore. Like, you can literally be like, $4 for four spicy chicken nuggets. I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Listen. They can name their price with the spicy chicken nuggets. But thank you, Chance the Rapper, for facilitating the spicy chicken nugget discussion. And I'm very excited. I think they said they're going to bring it out maybe the day that he releases this album. I'm more excited about the nuggets. But... <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find the um the tweet because Burger King chimed in. Oh god. Anybody ask Burger King. First of all, I'm just like if you really want us to value your nuggets, don't give us 10 for a dollar 50. Like that's not, that's too cheap. I don't <laughs> like it. Like, that sounds like something wrong with yeah, it. Yeah, like have some like pride in your nuggets and charge more than that. I don't see it. It's too far back and I can't do all that scrolling. My phone <laughs> doesn't want to. But Burger King chimed in and then Chance was like, not Chance, but Wendy's was like, I wish I could find it. <laughs> I wish I could find it. But I've said before how when things like that happen online like you know that some young black intern is running their socials but also I feel like I feel like brands steal from the culture to be funny and to be relevant but they don't give mm -hmm. back to the culture so it just like every time I say something funny like that like it makes me laugh for a second and then it pisses me off so 
I'm just that glad that we're that. getting these spicy chicken nuggets back. You know, okay, so don't, 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 don't get me. I don't think I've ever tried them. But I will. But I will. I will try them. Okay. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> I'll just people where they can find us and how they can talk to us. Okay. Well, thank you for suffering through another episode of Poor Life Decision. Uh, we are on Instagram. It's Poor Life Decision. One decision because we're changing them one at a time. One at a time. Except for that whole, like, going throwing your phone away one hour before bed. We just, <sighs> we need deliverance. Y'all need to pray for us on that one. <laughs> okay. We go. We go. Hold a vigil. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait. So I, at first, when I realized that the Met Gala was tonight, I was like, "Oh, maybe we should record tomorrow so that we could talk about it." And then I saw that Rihanna wasn't going to be there, so I was like, "Well, it doesn't matter because she's not going to be there." But listen, <laughs> let me tell you something. Huh. 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 Some of these people, some of these people have shown up and showed out and i am for one please okay billy porter came and did what the fuck he had to do as he always does but <laughs> oh mg okay it was somebody else who i saw oh why did sierra bring big frida to the met gala with her <laughs> i love it I love it. And they got on the stairs and they did a little bounce. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I love it. So we're going to be talking about that uh, both on Instagram and our Twitter, PLD Pod. <laughs> so please talk to us about just about everything. We d- really love Billy Porter. So if you want to talk about him, we have the time. <laughs> we do. Uh, we are on Etsy as Poor Life Decision, and our website is www.poorlifedecision.com. It's pretty so, cool. Check it out. Yeah, check it out, especially on a desktop. It's really fun. But yeah, that's it. Um, just hit us up, talk to us, subscribe, tell your mama, not your mama, tell your cousin, <laughs> your cool cousin, and your friends. You can tell your Don't cool tell auntie. Your yeah, cool auntie. Don't tell your mom. <laughs> I'm really good at like wooing moms and I don't want them to think that. I know, right? Moms always like me. I don't want them to think poorly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Thank y'all. We love y'all. Drink your water. Call your mom. Have a good week of dust behind your TV because it's spring cleaning time. (sighs) Get out of my living room. I'm surprised you didn't the dust all behind me. Anyway, we love y'all. Bye. Love y'all. Don't hide no emotion.